what's up guys and you're listening to pop poor review the podcast that will take you where most people have gone before to the movies and out to a drink but we do it at the same time like always i'm matt aka little cheeks along with me hermano jimmy say hi hi and kelly aka kjg it's hard to say say hi kelly hi don't <laughs> call me that <laughs> okay now before we address the elephant get it Let's talk about the biggest headlines this week. No, I don't get it, because what movie are we reviewing? Well, you'll find out later. Oh. Well, you already know, because you saw it. I'm so confused. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, with now that Avengers Endgame has an official runtime of uh, three hours and two minutes, there's a lot of conversation now. The directors have come out and said some stuff about should movies be, like, held to stay in this two-hour time frame? Or should they be given as long as they think the movie needs? And my panel, please, please tell me. Well, anything. it should be as long as the movie needs. The uh, director's vision. Yes and no. I agree Because, I mean, I don't think a two-hour runtime is realistic for certain movies, mm-hmm. like Avengers. Or where it's like, so much story. Yeah, where there's too much that you have to fit in. But I don't think it should be as long as the director needs. Because they can go like, crazy. Yeah, like I... I'm not going to sit through a five-hour movie. Like, like, James Cameron would definitely go over three hours. Quentin Tarantino, he would go over three hours, and it would definitely be a crazy fucking movie. Exactly. It's insane. And then James Gunn would do the same thing. Well, actually, I, we're talking about this, so how long a movie should be. Um, in school, I learned that Alfred Hitchcock... Uh, not, not Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Alfred Hitchcock has been quoted saying... Hitchcock. And we haven't even drank yet. I know has been saying the length of a film should be direct, directly related to the endurance of the human bladder. So pretty much, if the human bladder can last for an hour and 43 minutes before you have to pee again, that's how long a movie Yeah, but that can be like five minutes. People, I know people who literally take a, like they finish a bottle of water and pee like seven times within I, the half. Well, that was in the early 1900s, so... Okay. In the, in the early what? In the 50s. Okay. Okay, because like I've gone to a movie before, which um, Jimmy can attest to, and I went to the bathroom five times once. Before the movie had even before started. Before the movie had even started, and then during when the movie started, I went almost every half hour. I don't know what happened, guys, but... I don't think that's how you should measure how long a movie can that's run. That's true. But I saw online something that, like, they had the longest run times for some movies. And it's more comic book movies, but... Gone um, with the wind. And extended... <laughs> like, and they're all... Ex- except for Avengers, all these are extended cuts. So Watchmen's extended cut is three hours and 35 minutes. Batman vs. Superman extended cut is, cut is around, like, three hours. And then there was, I think, a Superman uh, Returns... I don't know if it's the real one, like, the actual theatrical one or the director's cut. That was two hours and 49 minutes. And Avengers in three hours and two minutes. So this is... They're more... They keep it to the two hours and then a lot of director's cuts happen. Yeah, but director's cuts are on DVD 99% of the time. Yeah. So you can always just pause it and pee. Well, that's the thing. Is that a better system to do? Well, no. Keep it two hours. People can... No, because all the movies that you just named except... um, Well, Watchmen uh, by itself is already like a three-hour movie. A lot of the movies that you just named itself are actually a lot better in the director's cut than they are in the theatrical cut. I'm saying I haven't seen any director's cuts to these, but I hated Batman vs. Superman, but you also said it made it better. Yeah, yeah. It filled in a lot of the extra plot holes, but I do think that like there are certain directors that... like. Quentin Tarantino, Hateful Eight was a very was a pretty long movie, yeah. and it had an intermission. But the thing is, is that Only it was made show. for intermission. No, no, no it Roadshow had it. Yeah, but you know what the thing the seventy is, millimeter screen. With, yeah. with Quentin Tarantino type movies, is that there are certain movies where it's just like okay, like 
his movies aren't like superhero movies where it's like your interest is kept the whole time. Yeah. His movies are kind of sometimes just a slow burn type of thing. And those are sometimes So worse. it's like, you know, keeping the audience interest in that could be difficult. But also to say the least. A lot of times movies get movies if they're two hours, they cut it down so much to make that two hour mark that they're like like they have so many plot holes like Batman vs Superman did. It's a Franken so, movie. To what? It's a Franken movie. Yeah, so movie. sometimes the director's cuts could kind of because the director the, the director has their own vision version vision. And the studios are like, hey, but if you cut it down like a half hour to an hour, we can get like more showtime show in and make more money. more money. So that's where that all comes from. But like, I think I think it's really just a. In my opinion, I think it's just a conversation between the studio and the director, and the studio has to be open to the fact that yeah, it might go over, but it's like this helps the yeah, movie. That's the only reason I think Marvel's doing it. Yeah, because there are some times where the director even admits like, yeah, we really didn't need that scene at yeah. all. So. It's, it's okay, but it's really like, I think the dialogue between studios and directors need to be open, and studios need to be more open to the director's vision, but the directors still have to yield to the fact that sometimes there's just useless parts of a movie. Now, you said that Hateful Eight had intermission, but that was made for the 70mm screenings, and it was made to have an intermission. Even, but, you it know, had, that, it was, had that, an was, overture that was still a very long But what I'm saying though. is, they're saying for Avengers that maybe you should have an intermission. So... I know this event, uh, Hateful Eight was made probably when he was writing it in two acts with an intermission. I feel like Avengers would actually make the movie worse if they had an intermission because yeah. you build up, build up, build up, and it's like, please enjoy a five minute break. And then you come back and it's like, fighting with Thanos. You're like, wait, I'm, well, I'm already like. It depends. Like, it depends. If, if, if the director, if that's how the movie was written to have an intermission, then it should have an intermission. But I don't think Avengers was, is what I'm trying to say. No, 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 yeah, but I think we all agree that intermission depends. And also, like we said, it depends on the director. Like, um, Avengers is a type of movie that you really can't take a break in between. Like, Mm -hmm. it'll destroy the momentum of the movie. Like, if you're having a double screening, it's different than having, like, a break in between, because it's movie to movie, but it's, like, the same storyline, you know what I'm saying? But they have it in one movie, like, Endgame is... I mean, yeah, but I, when you have movies that have, about, like, movies like Quentin Tarantino-type movies, like, even in some of the other movies that there was, like, an intermission in between it, it, like, kind of, like, like, even in the Kill Bill movies, like, if there was an intermission, not even, like, they're that mm-hmm. long. Well, technically there isn't, there was, like, a year intermission yeah, for Kill Bill. Well, but, like, but, yeah. those type of movies that he makes, it, you can have the intermission and have it not break the momentum of the movie because of the way he tells his stories. Like, yeah. superhero movies just like shouldn't because like if you take that break it just kind of it definitely has to be written it definitely has to be in your mind when you're writing it because you also have to plan it like you have like i feel like even hateful eight when i watched it i was like oh like i was excited you kind of lose just a look because you go on your phone and everything and you go back into it almost like restarted sort of in my mind like you don't you don't go back with like ooh what's gonna happen next you're kind of like saying oh what happened before like what happened like five minutes ago and you're like okay now i'm excited again it takes you like you kind of have to get, like, a jump boost, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, well, it depends. I mean, I've seen my fair share of movies with intermissions at home and in theaters. Like, if the DVD still has an intermission, like, when I watched 2001 recently, it had an intermission. And then when I saw it again really? on, the on the DVD, yes, it has an intermission, which I just fast-forwarded through. But then when I saw it again for its 70mm re-release last year in the theater, it also had an intermission, which was nice, because I really had to pick. How long is it, though? Usually about a ten to fifteen minutes. No, I'm saying the whole movie as a whole. 
Oh, it's close to three hours, maybe okay. two, uh, anywhere from like two hours and 45 minutes to But it's hours. like one of those movies that like, it can afford an intermission. Yes, I mean, that, Gone with the Wind, The Sound of Music, The Ten Commandments, mm-hmm. all those, usually they're close to three to four hours, these movies that have intermission. No, oh, yeah. And they're built within the intermission, especially musicals, because Broadway has always had intermissions for its musicals, and, and it's, you usually have that big show-stopping number, and then it's the intermission. But tell me this, when you see a Broadway musical, sometimes the first half is really good and you kind of lose momentum when you go back. Well, that, then that's bad writing. That's just bad I writing. just think it all comes down, to me, it has to be, it has to be written, like when you're writing the script, you have to have in mind, okay, I want intermission in this movie. Because if you don't do that, then it hurts the movie. But if you have it in your mind when you're writing it, you can write accordingly. Yes. According no, to me. That's, I, I, I think, think that's the standard for me. It should have an intermission. And most movies won't have an intermission now because... They try to fill in as much, try as much money, as much, much money, money as possible, and put as much shows in as possible. Now, the what I'm, the only thing that I have to say about three-hour runtime movies is that okay, like it doesn't need an intermission. I think we all agree that you know if there's going to be an intermission, it has to be planned. Like you can't just yeah. stop a movie in the middle. I would actually just rather if the movie's going to be that long. I know that you know, I would like to cut down on the trailers in the beginning because it's like. I know that it's a three, like Avengers is a big movie and people want their trailers because they know people are going to see the movie. But the thing is, is that, you know, this is already a three hour and two minute movie and I'm going to sit through a half hour of trailers. Like we're talking about three and a half hours. No, yeah, it's that. And then it's also like, then it's kind of like people would want an intermission and just yeah. for the fact that they You've might have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. It's like, because you, you're waiting a half hour through previews. Like, you drink the soda, you're like, oh, okay. Like I, But, like, if you start, like, you still have a half hour to get through before you start with the, the three hours. So, it's like, we're adding even more time. So, now we're going on four hours. Like, and, you know, I'm someone who actually, in, who enjoys the previews. But, like, I don't mind if I miss them. But I do enjoy the previews. But if you're going to have a three-hour movie, cut down the previews. Because, I mean... You're you're playing around with this whole intermission thing, but you're also forgetting. Oh wait, the people there yeah. are also sitting in the theater for an extra half hour watching not the movie. But it's nice, like when I've seen like a foreign film in the theaters, they play like I mean it's also like a smaller theater, so they don't play as many trailers. But they play like two trailers that are both like foreign, and it gets right to your movie. So you're pretty much only sitting through like five minutes of trailers, and then so most of the time you're there, it's just for the movie, which is nice. Yeah, well, a lot of times also now with that most I would say I think now all of it have, has to be digital when you see a movie, but you can put as many trailers as you want on because you pretty much have an unlimited amount of space. On a film reel, like when I saw The Dark Knight Rises or Interstellar in 70mm, that um, you had no room on the reel left. So it was just like, oh, okay, now we have to either add a whole other reel and spend so much more money to print these prints Mm -hmm. or just not show trailers. And they would always just not show trailers to the movie. No, but yeah, but that makes sense because that has to do with space, but that I'm talking about with the intermission, like people's just like, you know, attention span. I mean, and also their ability to hold in bladder. It's like, you know, we got an hour and a half. You, intermission a always happens. Yeah, like we're talking about they're losing a half hour of movie time and just like sitting there and, you know, people are drinking their drinks, eating popcorns during the trailer. So it's like. You're kind of pushing them to having to leave the movie at that you're point. You're either the pee or poop at some point. And you know, if the movies that in the movie, if the movie's three hours, especially one that like Avengers Endgame, 
you 100% know that you're like, gonna miss something you have and you every have second is spoiled and it's not like you can all run right after the credits start because you know it's a Marvel movie you definitely have to sit through the, the only part. time you have and for Marvel movies you, is in between credits so you better pee really quick and you know everyone's gonna go out and do it yeah. at the same time so it's like it's not beneficial like if it's if it, a big movie like this it's just kind of like people just get to the movie especially one that's this long maybe like one or two trailers no problems with that but you don't need the whole half hour no, well, I think that's a good point to leave it on, guys, because it's 5 o'clock. It's happy hour. We're going to move on to the drinks. Well, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. Well, yeah, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. When you're listening to it, maybe it's 5 o'clock. So the drink this week, the we'll movie is Dumbo. <laughs> the movie the movie is Dumbo we saw this week, and the drink's called The Main Event. It's kind of a play on circus and carnival-ish. So it's cotton candy vodka and lemonade. Now, it's a little bit of a sweet drink, so you kind of have to pair your cotton candy lemonade with, le- with the cotton candy vodka with lemonade just to play out the sweetness. So, guys, drink. It smells like melted so sugar. Thirsty. Yeah, but taste it. No, but taste it, though, because it's better than it smells. It does not. Oh, no? I like it. I, it to put disclosure, it smells, the cotton candy vodka that I bought smells a little... You know, a little sweet. But when you put it with the lemonade, it actually tastes really good. Well, I don't like sweet, so this is where I'm just like, nope, no thanks. So it's a two to one. I like it's it. It's a two and one I this like week. It. I like dollar drinks because I, I don't like them, the so. smell of it. Mm-hmm. I like the taste. It tastes of like it. a really I'm like also really it just thirsty. tastes like a spiked lemonade. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It tastes like a spiked lemonade. I'm really thirsty, and the lemonade is not helping. Me. Well, that's what you have to drink tonight. But also, mm-hmm. by the way, are you right? I'm thirsty. <laughs> also, if you're making the drink at home. Just a little disclaimer, don't drink and drive. We don't want to get in trouble at the podcast. So And we also want to make sure that you don't get hurt. Also, More importantly. <laughs> yeah, that too. That's where the lawyer comes out. We're looking out for everyone here. So it's time for the main event. And if you since you can't see me, I'm putting it in quotation marks, because that's our drink this week. Air quotes, not quotation marks. That, thank you, air quotes. So, Dumbo. Spoiler! Oh, by the way, spoilers, sorry. She was trying to tell me spoiler and I wasn't getting the clue. This so, is a spoiler alert review. We will be spoiling the movie. But I will say, it's not a really spoiler movie. So um, It is when Dumbo dies at the end <gasps> from World War II. Ooh, okay. In an airplane accident. That's all fake, guys. Don't worry. While so, everyone, the pilot's on their okay, iPhones. Okay, stop it. Stop. Stop. So, would you... This <laughs> everyone's on their... Everyone's on their... <laughs> on the World War II plane, everyone's on their iPhones? Because they're piloting it with an app. <laughs> Drones. That's actually Dumbo was a drone at the end. That's it. That's it. Movie over. Okay, moving on. Dumbo's not actually. In what did you guys think of the movie? I loved it. Kelly, KJG. Uh, it's very tongue twister about it. Um. Oh my god! I thought you got my initials wrong. I guess I didn't. <laughs> yeah, for know a second. Initials. No, it's like, the tongue twister. KJG. It's like it's, I think it's saying KGB. Yeah. Well, I'm not. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm just Kelly. Let's like ignore that. <laughs> okay. You loved it, Jimmy. I love Kelly. It. I liked it. I didn't love it. I liked it. I thought it was... I liked it. It had its problems, but I actually really enjoyed it. And I also went in with a low bar. I thought it was going to be, you know, not yeah, that great. Did, the trailers did not make it seem like it would be a great movie, so I went in with extremely low expectations, only liking the fact that it was a Tim Burton movie and Eva Green was in it. So... But I mean, like, I, to me, I thought... Maybe it was, like, the first 15, 20 minutes, up until when, like, Dumbo starts to fly... I didn't care for the beginning. It was super, like... I just didn't like any of it. See, I loved the beginning. It reminded me of just, like, old... 
I don't know, like old films and old Disney. No, I get it, but that's still when he started after he flies. It's still like that too. And then when he flew for the first time, I got like chills. Got the Disney was, chills. Yeah, I got the Disney. Chills. I got like that when he flew in the circus, but we'll get to that. And I was just like, oh, Disney, Tim Burton, you've done it again. And it also reminded me a lot of old Tim Burton, like yeah. from like the early '90s, like Edward Scissorhands and all that, all those movies, which I really enjoyed with this. I don't know. I thought it would just... It hit my expectations. I didn't expect to love it, and I didn't expect it to be terrible. I thought it was just kind of like an average type of movie. I was pretty underwhelmed by it. Um, There were aspects I did like, and there was a lot of aspects I didn't like. I just didn't find really any of the characters that engaging or interesting at all. See, I I thought the best person was Dumbo. Like, I don't know why. I felt for him or... Him? I think it was a him. I felt like we barely saw Dumbo in the movie. Really? Oh, I thought like they they got him a lot, and I I felt for him the most of everyone. You know what I just realized? Dumbo is a weird name. It was supposed to. Be, it's actually supposed. It, it's Jumbo. You know what it is though? I know. I haven't seen the original movie in such a long time, so I was going kind Very of going racist. in. Very is it? I don't, I've heard about it, but I kind of I remember bits pieces of it, so I knew like the 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 overall thread of it, but like I went in pretty you much. Knew there like, was a flying elephant. And that's about it. And it was a circus, pretty much. This, I mean, the cartoon more talked. It, it was more about the animals. Like, Did you really just figure out that Dumbo's not the most ideal name for something? No, it just I was just really like Dumbo. Not it's just a weird name, like Dumbo. Well, it was Jumbo Junior. They were paying homage to his mother. Dumbo. But you say Dumbo again. Dumbo. <laughs> it's just a weird name. How- of course, that's the word dumb in it. And Bo. Oh my what gosh. is wrong with the name? Oh okay, we're going to move on because you're just going to say Dumbo for the rest of like 30 minutes. <laughs> the acting. I didn't like, except for Eva Green and Danny DeVito, I didn't think any of the acting was that good. I think that's why I didn't care for it that much. I didn't think anything was outstanding. And I am so unhappy. I'm so like sad to say this, but Michael Keaton. But the worst part of it. Oh my gosh, he was so bad in this movie. He went movie. from like a French accent and then he's like, get these guys out of here. I was like, whoa. Where, I was like, where did what, the, what just happened right well, here? you find out at the end that they're in New York. Yeah, but also, what was with the accent? It kept going in and but out. But he sounded like a French guy I at first. Like was everyone's it? everyone's accent. Yes, and I, see, I, turn, I turned the little cheeks and I said, what is happening with the but accent? The first time you meet him, he's in some like giant office room with a giant window and all of a sudden he's like, he sees the paper with the Dumbo on it and he's like, Tell the president I have. He has to wait. I have an elephant to buy. It's like who is he that he has the president on one line, but yet he is he's buying an elephant later. He's Batman. Mm. Oh my god. Okay, continue. I'm so tired. Did you what so did, did you like the actor? I loved Eva Green, Danny DeVito, um, Dumbo. I liked Colin Farrell quite a bit actually. His what? accent bothered yes. me. Too. His act. I first he said like. His problem is that he his Irish accent is very thick. Yeah, so like it came it's, through a little it's bit. hard to he if you notice in a lot of his movies it comes through no matter what he does he tries his best but Danny DeVito is probably the only person that really stood out besides Eva Green. Mm-hmm. Like I thought like um, Colin Farrell he wasn't he didn't act bad I think it was the accent that was throwing me off. Because, like, at the very beginning, he sounds like he has his uh, Irish accent, but then it goes right to Southern. I was like, whoa, I don't know what's happening here. Also, you, you, Actually, you know what I think it is? I just don't think he had a very interesting character, to be honest. Because It was very, there like, was a, there was a huge cliche-ish about it. But they didn't, the ex- they didn't explain. So, basically, um, Colin Farrell's character, 
in this movie comes back from a war and he's okay. he's missing one arm. So he come he, he before he went to war he he worked at, he worked in the circus he was the main event and then when he came back he tried to get the his job back but he couldn't but then there was this whole subplot that was going on that really didn't make any sense and was not fleshed out at all where he didn't want, he wanted to be the main act but then he also didn't want anyone to know who yeah. he was so he was wearing a disguise and. They like touched on it super briefly by someone saying, "Oh, you're that person," and then he put on a fake. And then he says, "Oh no, but that guy died in the war." Yeah. I was like, so, what? And then that was it. And he wore a fake arm. That maybe if the movie was longer, we would. So it just made it didn't make any sense where he like threw a whole fit when he first came back that he wasn't the main event, and then all of a sudden out of nowhere he's just like, "But I don't want anyone to know who I am." It's like, mm, what do you, what's your character? But oh, I found it very upsetting though for a fact because I had forgotten he had lost a hand. So when they give him like this like fake straw hand that looks like like filled with cotton, I don't know whether or not I should be upset for the fact that you really thought that was a real arm. Well, it was real. I just no, I no, I just forgot. Like I was just it just. But it, it was, was just, it, it was good enough for him to forget yes. that he didn't. Really, have an arm. I really didn't focus on the arm. No. I thought they would have because of his ear, Dumbo's ears. They would have been like they could have connected that. At one point, that way. Dumbo wraps his trunk around the fake arm and like bends it in weird ways and I was like oh no and then I was like oh wait no that's a fake arm I don't have to worry about it did also anyone um Michael Keaton's like henchman guy was anyone else like frightened by his eyebrows just me yeah his just me. yeah I, his I, eyebrows were like it was cause he had, cause the, his whole head had no hair Except his eyebrows, and I was like... My whole thing was his accent. I was just like, uh, I was so confused. The accents in this movie are terrible, okay? Yeah, That's like, one thing I think we can universally agree on. No one's accent was really good in Eva this Green, movie. Eva Green's was, I thought. I feel like Eva Green does that voice in like every single movie she does. She was, wait, is that her actual voice though? Maybe? Well, she's French, so yeah. Oh, okay. Well, maybe that's the reason why it was good. <laughs> that's why it was so good. <laughs> oh my gosh, she actually used her real voice. <laughs> what? I think she, that's the only person in the movie that did that. She can speak, people. <laughs> also, one of the kids, the daughter, like she was decent, but like there were some times where she would be acting and I'd be like, oh my god, this is like pulling teeth watching you. She would be like, I, the I, elephant, don't worry, that's not your mother. I'm here for you, though. Like, I was like, what? You know what but the she, thing it's is? It's Tandy it, Newton's daughter, so she can just do whatever she wants. Can't she, though? Do you know yeah. what it kind of... It reminds me... I felt like that they gave her lines for uh, for a, a child that was supposed to be much older than she was because of sort the of. way she was being. Also, I didn't care for her character because I thought it was very on the nose. Like, the first thing she says is, like, I'm... I, I'm a scientist. I want to be known for my brain, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, okay. That but I, like that, just... I like that aspect of her. Like her no, like, no, no. I, I, like, I like the science thing, but I was yeah. just like, you're literally like reading a character description right now. <laughs> like if someone put out like a posting. I'm here for my brain, like, not li- my lips. Literally, if someone put out a posting for this role, <laughs> it would say exactly what she said. And it was like, yo, is someone just like posting like, yeah. like, car- like, pieces of paper with her lines on it like Marlon Brando in it the first like Superman movie. The camera, like, just kinda, like, this is what you're supposed to do, girl. This was her first film. Was it? Yeah. It, oh, well, it's pretty obvious. No offense. She's cute. And she had her moments. But... And she's Tandy Newton's daughter. And, and Alan, she's Tandy Newton's daughter. And Alan Alan Arkin, Arkin, first name Tandy? Tandy. It's Tandy Newton. And Alan Arkin made a 
surprise cameo when he got old. Was he in the original Dumbo? He got old. That's how he's looked. He looked like that for 20 years. Yeah, he looked like that in Little Miss Sunshine. What year was that? That was like 2007. So it's been like Guys, I think like Jimmy right now is like in a different decade or something. He's had a couple drinks. He's gone back in time. No, he was not in the original Dumbo, Matt. He would have been like three. Okay, but he got to play one of the kids. Okay, first it was ten when I asked you. Then it was three. But no, because it was just very random, and he was just, like surprise cameo. Or has he been in Tim Burton movies? Maybe is that? Yeah, one? he was in Edward Scissorhands. Oh, maybe he's like friends with Tim Burton. I don't know. Whatever. Alan Arkin's a cool. He I was like decent. Him. Yeah. <laughs> he like probably. I think he had like four lines. He had like two scenes. I mean, that's true. Also, can we can we say how um, the circus that Michael Keaton puts together is called Dreamland, and it looked very. It just looked like it looked Tim, like Tomorrowland. It looked like Tim Burton Disney took World. Disney and like took it and, and Tim Burton fight it and was like, "Here is my version of what Disney should look like." But I was actually a little surprised because they made they made like fun they of made it. fun of it and Michael Keaton's character, who would be Walt Disney, they made him out to like be this like evil, money hungry. Yeah, but that's not necessarily Disney. I know, but it just they made the way they made it seem. They was, made it seem like theme parks are. Bad, like they threw cast a bad light on theme parks they and, made the, it seem like... and the purpose of theme parks, and it's very shocking because this is a Disney movie, and like it was almost like a parody. Or they made it seem like all other theme parks are bad, and that's why you should only choose Disney. I don't. Think. Uh, yeah, I do not think that is it. <laughs> that's at just all. my Disney vibe. I just didn't like Michael Keaton in this movie. I felt like he was trying no. to be. I felt like he was trying to be Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp probably could have done this role very well. He's trying to be Willy Wonka. Sort of. Yeah, I could see Johnny Depp in. in no, I was also getting. I was also getting some Willy Wonka vibes from the movie but when like, first walking into. Just the imagine it. You could. Land. You could yeah, slip was, Johnny Depp. Look, you right. could slip Johnny Depp into this role. He super easily. Easily. Yeah, Johnny Depp can play anyone. Pretty he much. actually played um, Dumbo's mother. Wow. Oh. Oh. One thing I did not like about this movie um, was its editing. I know I'm the only one that yeah, noticed it out of the three of us, but like the editing was not good. Like the amount of times they reused footage just from a different angle, like over and over again, was ridiculous. And I was like, "You spent how long on this movie?" And that's like you can't, you couldn't like do anything else. There's this one scene towards the end of the movie after where all the circus folk are gathered around Dumbo to say goodbye because they got fired. And you see the little girl look to the to her brother and smile. And then if you watch closely, the next three scenes is her looking at her little brother and smiling again and again and again. Because it's the same scene, just from different angles. And they did that a couple of times during the movie. Like, they reused the scene when they were giving out the Dumbo stuffed dolls. It was the same exact scene as the one as they oh, used earlier in the film. Now they say that, that I know. But... Yeah. But they did it again. Like, you have to pay attention. Like, I was paying attention to those type of things. Like, if you weren't paying attention, you would never notice. But they did it a lot. I just suspended you my know disbelief what? and was having... It was also you know a flying elephant. Yeah, yeah. You have to look at the kids because they're such bad actors in this movie. If yeah. you look at them, they're doing the same thing they were doing in the scene when they had their close-up again well, right kids after kids really it. don't do much anyway. So they just Are you kidding play me? with toys. That's Aegis. Okay. Yes, that is Aegis. That's Aegis. I'm so but sorry. Um, before you dig yourself in a bigger hole, we're going to move on. And we're going to go to Tim Burton, because he directed it. And I feel like this movie was like... It really benefited that Tim Burton directed it, because it had that old old time... Like old... Um, what's the word? You were saying before, like the old 
old film and like just when they were in the circus and just the look of it was very colorful and it was very big fishy yeah it would but it's just the style of it i think fit really well for <laughs> that was Jumbo. Weird to say i wasn't get, i wasn't getting those vibes because i i wasn't a huge fan of the movie again i uh, liked it the first thing I thought of when they started the movie, I was like, oh my god, this reminds me of Border for Elephants with Robert Pattinson. And that was a terrible movie. Well, I didn't like that weird... They had like a, like a montage of like them traveling the country, and I was like, this is the longest thing I ever. enjoyed that. I, I didn't because like, I didn't know where to look. Like, I, just I was, didn't like, I was like, supposed to be like a credit scene. I'm like, where are the credits? But then it wasn't. They were just crediting the places they had visited. I know, but it was just really long. Also, but, it was like really wholly unnecessary. Yeah. But I just feel like... The way Dumble, just the way everything looked fit, like, this movie, like, the music, it just, he was, he's very, like, the, his style is very good for, like, a carnival-ish movie, because it's all, like, crazy, kooky looks, you know? I that. mean, that's, I mean, he's done how many of those so far? He's done Pee-wee, he did... Well, that's what I'm saying, he does them well, he does them well, he does them well, I'm saying. I thought he, I thought he did, a, I thought it was, but he, I think, also, the reason I like the acting, his, the movies, the... Acting in his movies sometimes aren't good, and I wonder if that's like a choice he makes. Like, not to make it bad, but he has them being very like over the top, over the top, and awkward and like kooky. That like you don't like it then. Well, and that's they have to be over and top and kooky to fit into his visual world. Yeah, but sometimes it, the acting doesn't come off good. Like what well movie? Then. Hmm? Like what movie? I'm saying this one. Like when he, if this was his choice to have him go over the top. I feel like it didn't fit. I don't... You, you know what the thing is? It's like, I don't think they went over the top. I thought they were a little too nuanced. That's why they were so boring and I didn't find the characters that interesting. Because, yeah, I just, I just like, didn't Colin care Farrell's for the movie. character. I mean, I liked the movie. I didn't no, care for the acting. Colin act- Farrell's character was very low. Yeah. I didn't care for the acting. But I wonder if that was I think Michael Keaton made. and Danny DeVito were supposed to be the two big... Well, Danny DeVito shined and so yeah. did Eva Green and they... I think they were hoping Michael Keaton shined like Danny DeVito but he didn't. I mean, at least in our eyes. Or at least me and Kelly's on the I mean, I didn't have a problem with Michael Keaton. I thought he was fine. He wasn't also, the he's, best. Hey, closest of him, he is old. How come when I say that about Adam Arkin, Guys. everyone loses their mind? But when Matt says it about First Michael of Keaton, all, what is with you two and old and not old? Like, what? Do, why do we keep having this conversation about the actors? You two are ageist, and I can't, I, I cannot. I haven't seen them in a long time. I'm the oldest one here. So You're like, also, like, what, 27, 28? Something like that. Yeah, so you're not that old. So, oldest one here is very old. Not that old. But, now, this is the latest reboots of the Disney live-action reboots. How does it stand with other ones? There's Alice in Wonderland, there's Cinderella, there's Maleficent, there's Pete's Dragon. Maleficent's not really a reboot. Well, that's what I didn't like about it. I I hate it. A reboot is just that I think they realized that Sleeping Beauty has... Nothing really to go That's on. That's why I hate the movie. They changed it. So I, it. I feel like Maleficent is more of the star in that movie. I just, no, but like it's not a reboot. That's like a standalone movie. How can you call it a reboot? Of Sleeping Beauty? I can. I don't but know. also there was... I don't think it's a reboot. Pete's Dragon, Jungle Book, Beauty and the Beast, and then Christopher Robin's sort of a live-action reboot. So how does it fall into these these movies? Where does it fall for you? Middle and... I, the middle, I, I would say higher. toward the Middle. Top. So it's that... Yes, because I would only have maybe Alice in Wonderland, Jungle Book, and Beauty and the Beast above it. Okay. I liked Maleficent, even though I don't consider. Oh, I did reboot. like Maleficent. Oh, I hate Maleficent. Mal- Maleficent. I liked. I um. I I actually really liked the Jungle Book. Um, I liked Beauty and the Beast, and Christopher Robin. I don't really consider that a reboot either, but I enjoyed Christopher Robin because I'm a big Winnie the Pooh person. 
I honestly don't really remember Cinderella, so I can't put that. I, I like Cinderella. I didn't care for Cinderella at all. I kind of liked how it was just like kind of simple. But I think that was the movie. Like, that, I honestly don't remember it that much. Yeah. I only remember when she like twirled. <laughs> <laughs> and then Alice in Wonderland. I actually like the first Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, this one is probably towards towards the bottomish for me. But just in general, the Disney reboots like. They're good for me, but they don't really stand out for me. I guess because I already know the story. But I like seeing it in like a different way, like the lie. I just like they. It's not. I like seeing it in like a different. I think it all way. depends on the director. I think yeah, it also depends on that. your enjoyment of that Disney movie, like Dumbo. I Dumbo, I really did, never really cared for when I was younger. To but, be honest. I mean, yeah. For me, it was like the middle, middle or middle high. But I did like how, like the Jungle Book. It wasn't like a musical, but they did include some of the. They did include one. Of the songs in Dumbo from the movie. You know what I was... I, I actually was like... When we compare it to the Jungle Book... I I don't know... Like why did Dumbo and his mom... And just like the other animals... I guess maybe it's because it's Tim Burton's style... Like they looked good... But they did not look as good as the Jungle Book movie animals. Oh really? I thought they did. Like the Jungle Book movie animals are flawless in my opinion. I think, oh, really? I think it's because the... Um, I, I, I just think it's, it's because just Tim, Tim Burton's Burton style. Because so, I thought they looked pretty Tim Burton's style, it. his mise-en-scene is not very um, so realistic. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's more outlandish. But I like how they continue the story. Because I think in the original Thumbo, you don't really know where they went. I think they go free, but I don't think you know where they go. You never see the mother again, actually. Yeah, I think the mother dies, actually. No, no I think they, 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 they ripped no. them apart. So it was kind of nice having them go, like, because, I don't know, I just, I like the ending. It was, like, a twist on the old one, but it wasn't, like, changing the story like Maleficent did. Well, me. Dumbo's one of the shortest movie animations. Yeah, it's a little over 60 so, like, minutes. You can't, really? Yeah, yeah, it's, huh. so it's, like, you had to expand yeah. on it. Yeah, because that, yeah, that's why I didn't like Maleficent, because they literally changed the story, and I didn't like that. I liked Maleficent because I again I don't consider it a reboot. Mm-hmm. I just liked Maleficent in general. I thought I liked everyone in it. Now, do you think Tim Burton is more suited, like was more suited to direct Alice in Wonderland or Dumbo? Like both, because they're both very well. Alice in Wonderland because Alice in Wonderland, I, I would it's say more. Visual. Also, because it has more of a darker tone to it. Mm-hmm. Well, Dumbo does too, I think, as well. I think they had the mother and Dumbo. No, yeah, but tone. but like Alice in Wonderland has that more of a. I guess Weird. he has more to work with yeah. in Alice in Wonderland versus Dumbo. Like, in Dumbo, the most thing that he really had to work with that he really shined in, even though I got kind of scared, was the bubble scene. Yeah, because that's <laughs> one of the best scenes in the so movie. So it's in the movie. It's a scene where... Um, the pink elephant scene. It's a pink elephant scene. So they're there in the circus, and right before Dumbo goes on, these bubble artists are doing these, like, they're, they're making these uh, elephants out of bubbles, and then all of a sudden they start to dance, and they do this whole act, just the bubbles. And Kelly leans over to me, she's like... Am I supposed to think this is cool or scary? I said, no, I think it's a Tim Burton scary cool. Well, because Dumbo is like looking in absolute awe, yeah. but the music that they have playing it's with it is, is absolutely horrifying. Yeah. I was like Dumbo. I was looking in absolute awe. I loved that scene. It was a, it was a great scene because I was like, wow, this is really cool about like awesome. Oh, like, yeah, I did. Yeah, I was like, I did it. I'm not saying, I'm not bashing it at all. I thought it was like the biggest highlight of the yeah. movie for me so besides to, Dumbo flying. So the, the yeah, that was those, whenever he flew, it was like the music and I gave me chills, but. They actually had yeah, because they had the Pink Elephant song, and I forgot the other song, what it was called, but they had two songs from the original. But uh, Tim Burton actually came out and said, like, he has, like, taken, like, he's embraced being Disney's, like, weird pet. Like, he's embraced it. And, like, do you think that Disney, like, 
when they have a weirder, when they have a more outlandish project, they'll be like, do they think you think they think it's Tim Burton more, or do you think it just happens more organically? Well, yeah, because Tim Burton has this cult following ever since The Nightmare Before Christmas, yeah. and he didn't even direct it. He didn't direct it, he produced it, but Disney, they were like, hey, Disney, you want this? And they were like, ew, no, this is not our brand. And now they're like, all night before Christmas, all the time, between Halloween and Christmas. Because I think that Tim Burton hits that fine line between creepy, so it can hit, be kind of more adult, but still remain in childish, like, wonderment. Mm-hmm. So it helps Disney, like, still make semi-mature, more mature movies, but still stay in that realm of children can watch it, too without being, like, too freaked out. Yeah, I, I mean, I just liked... I just liked the movie, like, the elephant itself. Just... It was like watching a little baby. It was just... You know, a baby, a puppy. Yeah, a little, a little puppy. puppy, yeah. You're like, oh, it's so adorable. Well, yeah, Dumbo was adorable. I just never really cared for Dumbo when really? I was younger. So oh, I, I, I mean, like... Because I knew you were saying, like, you didn't, like, really think he was in there enough. I thought, I thought like... He yeah, I don't think I thought Dumbo he was in this movie. movie. I don't think... I personally don't think Dumbo was in there, like, enough. And I... The scenes he did have, I don't know, I guess maybe because, I, like I said, I guess because I'm impartial to Dumbo that, I don't know, I just didn't feel it from him. Like, sometimes I got the feels, like, I was like, damn, but then when I think about to the animation, the scene where he goes to his mother and the mother, and oh. his mother picks him up and starts rocking scene. him, and he's, like, crying too, I'm like, shiz. Oh, Sorry, almost like, cursed. Oh, was, that was... Like, that scene makes me cry when I watch it on YouTube, like, in this movie here, I was waiting for it, but then I realized that that's probably unrealistic. Well, they did the scene sort have... of, he kind of climbs up when the mother's No, 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 they, and they interlock their, their yeah. um, trunks, so yeah. but, you know, the animated scene was a lot more powerful, in my opinion, than this, and I, like, I felt more from the animated character than from this CGI character. But now, Dumbo has a 51% rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. As you, of now, as of... As of as now. Of, as of Saturday, but March usually 30th. does it usually change that much? No, it has a lot it's of gonna reviews. It's going to stay there. It has no, a lot of reviews already. It'll stay at that point now. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, they, do you, yeah, it has how many? It has 243 reviews, but there's 61 percent of audiences liked it at 275 ratings. I think it was. I that's think people. Not good. I think people kind of. I think it should have been higher. It definitely should have been fresh. I think. I don't think so. You thought it should have been rotten. No, I think that it's where it should be. I don't think it was a great movie, and I don't think it's a terrible movie. I I mean, like, to be honest, like, Jimmy, I think, likes it solely for the fact that it's Tim Burton. If it wasn't Tim Burton, I don't think he I would think that was the main reason well. I liked it as well. I don't, I don't it think literally reminded me of just it helped, old it Disney yeah, classics. Mean, and it was like I was just was whisked, era of Disney. Whisked, whisked away to, he was like, off his feet. a different land. I don't know. I was able to a just... Florida? Or Missouri. Yeah. See, no, <laughs> but like, I was see, I don't think just... I, I honestly think that is solely because it's Tim Burton. I don't know. It, it I could didn't, no, but I agree. I didn't very feel that at all. Tim Burton was doing. I think it might be because it's. I think it's. I, I agree with you. I think it's because of my, maybe it's Tim Burton because Tim Burton has a very, like, very visual way, and you kind of just get drawn into it. And I think that's why he really succeeds as a director. And I think that's. I mean, he got me and you, but not no, KJG. No. I just don't. I just didn't care for this movie. I don't think it's bad. I never. I like. I don't think it's mm-hmm. terrible. I just don't think it's like wonderful. I think what the fifty-one percent it got on Rotten Tomatoes. I think that's a fair assessment, and I think the audience score of sixty-one percent is a fair assessment because it's like, I just don't think that it's like. I I didn't get whisked away or anything, and I think that the problem is a lot of the acting and everything. The characters just aren't interesting, to at all. Like. 
we like we were talking about it and like Jimmy you only named two people that you actually cared for Danny DeVito and Eva Green and and, uh, but, and Colin Farrell I did really but enjoy you that. also said that he his character was weak his character was weak in the sense that it was written that way yeah but like he also wasn't interesting and I don't think any I don't think anyone really finds the, any of the characters super interesting I think it kind of ties back into where our headlines were that like if this movie may have been, it was only an hour and fifty minutes. It wasn't even fully two hours. I think if it may have been like maybe say two and a half hours, maybe there mm-hmm. might have, there might have been no, a lot of stuff cut I think, out. There I think, I think any longer would have ruined the movie because the movie because the original movie is barely no. An hour. I I do think this time was fine, but I'm saying maybe there was more in the script that would have solved the problems that we're saying. I don't I don't know I don't think so because like it's not even that it's like some of the acting was just bad too. Now let me ask you this: This is the first. Disney live action reboot. Disney live action reboot twenty nineteen out of three. Where do you think this is going to be the least favorite out of this? Dumbo, Aladdin, and Lion King. Lion King is going to be the best. I already know that. Yeah, and Aladdin. Aladdin, I, I think, is going to be the worst. Yeah, you said the same about Dumbo. And yes. well, I bet you you like. I, I have a feeling. You're no, gonna, but I actually enjoyed. I enjoyed the Dumbo trailers more than I do the Aladdin trailers. Oh, see, I disagree. I, I did the other way. I like the I like the first Aladdin trailers. I didn't like the newest one that, that that has recently come out. I think really solidified that it might be a good movie for me. Mm. The other ones the I do only, not like. The only thing with Aladdin is that it has more to base it off of, like as a story. Yeah, and the next two are actually full on musicals. And the music. Yeah, the, the, next, music. the next two are full on musicals, which might. Which could make it either better or worse in its own opinion. Yeah, because for me, I don't think Guy Ritchie is great, would be great at directing that's, musicals. That's the thing, yeah. So I don't know how I feel about that. So it's kind of, I think Lion King's definitely everyone's number one. I think it's going to be where Dumbo and Aladdin fall. I also I I'm not excited for that at all. I hate Melissa. But I also like, don't think. Um, that's not really. A, a I also don't like. I do not like the amount of CGI that is used in Aladdin. It looks so fake. Here's the thing. I think they released trailer. They were. They might be like scrambling with the CGI because there might be a lot. Because a couple trailers looked really bad. It was like Once Upon a Time, a TV show on ABC. That was like that. The special effects were horrible. It looked like that at first, but the newest trailer looked a little better. Mm. A little more like it was rendered a lot more. The thing with Aladdin is just like, you know, Beauty and the Beast had. For a for a movie of that scale, it had a it had a good amount of practical effects for the amount of CGI that it had. It was mostly CGI. Was like, but like yeah, was, but at least like the place they were in yeah. the the castle, they tried to make as much practical as possible. Like I think the Cave of Wonders looks like absolute garbage fire, in uh, Aladdin. Like it doesn't look good at all. Well, and like it's literally like these af- they didn't make any sets at all for a. For we're gonna have to wait and see. No, yeah, I feel like, I feel like the more practical effects you can get, the better. The no, more. definitely. Actually, but you know what's funny though? I think it, I think that doesn't work in Tim Burton's case. I think the more visual effects he can do, I think it actually. I don't know for his movies. I think it depends on the director. No, because the set designs in his like older movies from the nineties, like Edward Scissorhands, are amazing. But like this movie was heavily no. CGI. And Batman. And Batman, yeah, all those production designs. No, you know what the thing is? Because the CGI wasn't as good then. Maybe now that he's known that's better. I think because Tim Burton is such a visual type of director Mm -hmm. that no matter what CGI or practical effects he does, it's going to help him. Because he he has such an outlandish view that Mm -hmm. no matter what you do and how you get it, it's going to look good. 
I mean, I mean, it probably also helps that he had the one hundred and seventy million dollar budget for Dumbo. For Dumbo, yeah. Wow, that's a lot. Well, I mean, you got. Well, you, you have to animate him, Dumb- the main character. Dumbo and his yeah. mother alone. That's like, true. That's true. Probably took up like what half or even. And I thought Dumbo looked really well. I actually thought Dumbo looked really good. Yeah, and they probably gave it. And Tim it was Burton. like kind of his Tim Burton look, but like realistic sort of. I don't know. Like name. when he had the clown makeup on, that was that was Tim Burton. That was really Tim good. It actually was like, oh, it's creepy. I don't like that. Yeah, it was like I can't tell if he's. And they made you feel really bad. Yeah. Because yeah. they put a frown on him. And that whole scene, there's a scene where they're like doing like a circus routine, like he's supposed to like put out the fire, and a lot of things go wrong, and then he's stuck in the fire. And it just the light on hitting, the scaffolding, on the scaffolding, like with the light hitting him and stuff. It just looked. I was like, and his face. I'm like, oh my god, I feel so bad for an elephant right now. It's like I am like on the edge of my seat. But I mean, no, it, 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 had, it had its. Yeah, see, the movie been over twenty minutes. Into the film. <laughs> Movie's over. It's even shorter than the original. Uh, Dumbo died in a fire. because he was on his iPhone. <laughs> with the World War. <laughs> One or two airplanes. Okay, so the moral of this story is don't go on your iPhones or else Dumbo will die. The moral of the story is go to circuses. Actually, don't, because I think wait, there's a lot of problems with no, circuses. No, I think they... First of just all... Kidding, wait, just kidding, let's just be, kidding. We didn't kidding. even talk about circuses. <laughs> well, the so, movie takes place in circuses. Moral of the story is that Dumbo is not a bad movie. You He's will adorable. either like it or love it. I don't think you'll hate it, but, and you know, give a, it a chance. He's so damn adorable. And, uh, is that what you said? <laughs> okay. And on that note, we're going to put a cork in this for today. And make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Review. And we'll see you on our next episode. And P.S. We are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Check us out, guys. See you later. Bye. Oh, bye. <laughs> <laughs>